right now on Truth Today. More birth pangs coming in these last days. Tucker Carlson out at Fox News. What are the real reasons? Biden, evil Biden, running in 2024 again. And he's going to be helping the Muslims gain more power. Also, well, good morning uh, on the West Coast or Central Time. Uh, good afternoon on the East Coast. Uh, thank you for joining us here today on Truth Today. Uh, my name is Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry. Uh, we're, we're, we're truly grateful uh, that you are willing to tune in and join us live, both on our two platforms on Rumble and on our website. Uh, Rumble, of course, is rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. If you are on our website, uh, please make sure you subscribe to our Rumble channel. And also, if you're on Rumble, please make sure you visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out all of our information, our content, subscribe to our email newsletter, check out our events calendar. We have a lot of events coming up in May and June. Um, and so we've got a busy schedule, but uh, please make sure that you subscribe again to that Rumble page. Also, one more uh, push for our podcasts. We are uh, putting our shows to MP3. So if you like to listen to just the audio, search Truth Today with Sharam Hadian on multiple platforms for our podcast, uh, Amazon Music, Samsung, uh, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, uh, search Truth Today with Sharam Hadian. All right, we're going to get into our, our program this morning uh, or this afternoon, depending on, again, your time zone. I want to start with a passage of Scripture, if you have your Bibles, in Matthew chapter 24. We always start with the Word of God. And I want to uh, remind us that uh, Jesus prepared us for these last days in telling us about the birth pangs, the birth pangs that were going to be coming. And so uh, we go back to the 24th chapter of Matthew that is talking about the end times. What are the signs, Lord, of your coming and the signs of the end of the age, including many of the things that we are seeing today? Uh, we have routinely and systematically tried to warn Christians of the things that are happening. This program is going to continue to be that Lord willing, Spirit-led clarion, clarion call to the events that are happening that translate to Bible prophecy, translate to these last days, including um, the condition of the church. I was just talking to some believers. Um, I was talking to a missionary yesterday uh, to Colombia. I was talking to some believers this week in other parts of the country. And we were discussing how many professing Christians are absolutely oblivious to many of the things that are going on. They're just kind of living and, and, and don't really care, don't really know. Uh, but the Bible says that uh, it's important that we have the truth and the knowledge so that God's people don't perish. And so again, in Matthew 24, um, two aspects that I want to focus on. Number one, verse six of Matthew 24, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. We covered a couple of shows ago 
two or three shows ago about the aspect of what potentially could be happening this spring. And I'm not covering it this morning, but the fact that we're potentially on the brink of World War III, this administration is absolutely um, so controlled, so demonized, and they are pushing World War III we have the U.S. government now admitting, admitting that indeed there are, there are U.S. clandestine biological labs in Ukraine. We have the U.S. government telling the Russians, don't go into one of the nuclear power facilities in Ukraine that, we control, that, that, that is now in an area that is under Russian control because we have sensitive nuclear information or technology. Now again, I'm not trying to go into that, but I just felt led by the Spirit to share this at the opening here. Um, this is what they're pushing because the only way that you could have sensitive nuclear information or technology would be that if there are nuclear weapons there, and now why does the United States government have nuclear weapons staged in Ukraine right next to the border with Russia? whether those were there before, whether they're there now. Again, for, for, for the last year plus, since this thing began in February of 2022, we talked about on this show, we talked about the biolabs, dozens, more than a dozen clandestine biolabs funded by the United States government, developing biological weapons, developing other viruses, gain of function. Again, we've talked about that now the gain of function has been proven, proven even with COVID. So don't be alarmed. Wars and rumors must come. And then it goes on to say that nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. And then it talks about the persecution that is going to come. The persecution of the believers, verse 9, verse 10, false prophets in verse 11, lawlessness abounding in verse 12, and then verse 13, the admonition that is our admonition. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom, not just salvation, but the kingdom that is to come, will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. But we are witnessing the beginnings of what the Bible calls those days of sorrow or birth pangs. The fact that we are in the, the, the very tip of what is going to explode very soon. I've, I've already told you that I think that there are some that believe that we may be heading into the tribulation any moment or it could be coming um, within a few years, but it's so close. Uh, 2023 again, the year of them declaring the new global order, the uh, World Economic Forum given the green light by uh, the global families that are behind the scenes. We've covered this. 
the, the, the Trilateral Commission, led by the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the Bilderbergers, the Soroses, the Brzezinski's. Um, I always forget uh, uh, Kissinger. These individuals that are behind the scenes running this globalist evil beast system are pushing this. They, they want desperately to take us into World War III. They want desperately to destroy. And, and, and again, prophetically, we are witnessing the, the preparation for the four horsemen of Revelation chapter 6. Everything that they're doing fits within the framework of the first, second, third, and fourth horses. The white, the red, the black, the pale. Everything they're doing fits within the context of those four horses. Some would say they've already opened the seals, but, but, but of course, those seals, if they're opened, would indicate that we're in the tribulation. So, um, again, I, I'm not here to debate that part of it. But certainly, those seals are describing the foundation that they're building right now. The foundation is there, just like the foundation of the mark of the beast. And, and so part of this uh, birth pangs is the fact that we're going to see the suppression of truth and, and, and the increase of lawlessness. Again, verse 12 of Matthew 24, the, the, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. So the love of people for truth, for righteousness is going to grow cold even amongst Christians. So our breaking news, I guess, today, there's multiple breaking newses, but um, the first breaking news is Tucker Carlson, that he is out at Fox News. Now, uh, when this w went down yesterday, there was speculation about, um, you know, is this um, mutual or not, but now it looks upon the fact that uh, that potentially he objected to the fact that they're continuing to try to censor him. He threatened to quit or something like that. But, 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 but what I've read, and I'm going to cover three or four different articles for you, um, that this decision came from Rupert Murdoch. And um, look, I was one of the people that said that Fox was dead after 2020 because of, of their unwillingness to even cover election fraud. Then, I, then it was even worse after 2022. Fox has been dead for a long time. Fox has been uh, useless for a long time. They've been co-opted for a long time. They've been commandeered for a long time. This is what the left does. They can't beat you, they come in and they take you over. Just like in cities. They can't destroy good ideas and conservatism and, and, and uh, patriotism. So they come in from within to take over. It's like, a, it's like an infestation of, a, of, of that virus. The, the, they are the virus. This ideology, this evil is the virus, which of course we know is sin. So uh, let's go to our first headline, Drya, uh, from Washington Stand. Tucker Carlson out at Fox News after asking Americans to wage spiritual war for and pray for our country. So here's one speculation of, of you know, that uh, the Western Journal is, is, or the Washington State is, of course, bringing it about in the sense of this was spiritual, that this was a spiritual case. So we ultimately know this was spiritual because anybody that is a truth teller in this hour, that is why we are so heavily 
shadow banned on Facebook, we were kicked off of YouTube. Anybody that is a truth teller in this hour is going to be suppressed. They're going to come after us. So we are working against this, you know, swimming upstream like salmon. Uh, so the, the speculation of this article is the fact that um, he had been speaking on so many spiritual issues against the transgender ideologies, uh, against the vaccines and, and the deadly shots, against the election theft. Um, but they're claiming, Fox News is claiming that, that we've parted ways. But again, what I've read by those who claim to have sources within Fox is that this was ultimately Rupert Murdoch firing him, getting rid of him, that uh, this came as a surprise to, to Tucker. Um, but the, um, it was a six and a half year reign, highest rated show in all cable news with an average viewership of 3.39 million viewers. Even in his departure, Carlson outperformed his competitors as his exit from Fox News drew far more headlines than CNN's decision to fire low-rated 17-year-old host Don Lemon the same day. Um, he had, remember we covered this a few weeks ago where he was going to air all of the exclusive 41,000 hours of footage from January 6th. He got through one night and then they shut him down. Then he had uh, Chinese whistleblowers that COVID-19 originated inside the Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, proof that prisons released hundreds of violent criminals. He invited guests who did not agree with his conservative views and um, to discuss the transgender movement's grooming of children, opposed current and, and potential wars, and exposed deep state censorship. And again, uh, recently just had Jason Whitlock that I covered a, uh, uh, that was talking about uh, transgender, transgenderism as the country's largest, fastest growing religion. But they were talking about, just recently with Whitlock, where he had Whitlock on a show. Now, he didn't say this, but Whitlock did. That he said, you know, we, are, we need a national divorce. We need a national divorce. And, and so, remember, we covered this a few weeks ago. I don't know, was that two or three weeks ago we covered that? That... Um, about three weeks ago, that, that again, please go watch the show. Are we in the midst of a national divorce? And right after I aired that on a Tuesday, I think it was the next day that Carlson, and again, I'm not saying it's because of me, Carlson had um, Jason Whitlock on talking about we need a national divorce. Same language. So now here's another headline from InfoWars. Let's bring this up. RFK Jr. that is now running for president, uh, believes that uh, he, uh, Fox fired Carlson, go ahead and bring this headline please, for calling out big pharma adversaries uh, because of these deadly vaccines. Uh, if you didn't watch this segment, I don't know if it'll be up there on YouTube, I don't know what's gonna happen to his content, but RFK Jr. Point out, pointed to Carlson's April 19 monologue in which the host, quote, broke TV's two biggest rules. Tucker, Tucker told the truth about how greedy pharma advertisers control TV news content, and he lambasted obsequious newscasters for promoting jabs they need to be lethal and worthless. Fox fires Tucker Carlson five days after he crosses the red line by acknowledging that the TV networks pushed a deadly and ineffective vaccine. 
to please their pharma advertisers. Carlson's breathtakingly courageous April 19 monologue broke TV's two biggest rules. Um, so I listened to that monologue. It was very good. Very good. And he, he, you know, he was willing to, a a a to ask these questions. Um, he was also promoting RFK Jr. And, and comparing the suppression of RFK Jr. Uh, to the suppression of his father, the senior, who of course was assassinated because he came out with an anti-war stance and a middle class. So think about the threat that RFK Jr. faces to Biden. Oh, by the way, why don't we just go to our headline, Drya, um, uh, Gateway Pundit, since we just throw this in. Um, just in, Biden launches 2024 campaign. Americans respond by brutally roasting him on social media. Um, every generation, here's the video announcement. Every generation has a moment where they have had to stand up for democracy, to stand up for their fundamental freedoms. I believe this is ours. That's why I'm running for re-election as president of the United States. Just join us. Let's finish the job. Yeah, Joe, let's finish the job that your handlers are going to bring about to destroy America. That's the job. The job is to utterly destroy America, destroy the family, destroy our sovereignty, turn us over to China and the globalists, um, get us into World War III. Uh, meanwhile, your family has, has benefited because you're so evil and so corrupt. Your entire family is corrupt. The entire system is corrupt. That Most of the federal government is corrupt, folks. This is the reality of America in 2023. We have long fallen from our uh, position and standing, and we need to reassert our birth certificate, our declaration. Uh, in fact, if you go to Gateway Pundit, they had an article in there about that they're pushing to re-sign the Declaration of Independence. I've actually been calling for this for years. I did this back when I ran for governor in 2012. We call for the re reaffirm reaffirming and the re reassertion of the Declaration of Independence. We need to reassert our birth certificate and plead with God to figure out through this mess. I don't know what the solution is. I don't think we can stay together as a nation I think we're headed, headed towards that national separation and divorce. Again, I shared that word that I felt that I heard from the Lord, but only the Lord knows the outcome. And um, some who think that, no, it would be a bad idea to separate because it would weaken us. We're already weak. We're already so weak and so corrupted. Um, it may be a reprieve if God allows us to separate. But... Um, Many would argue that uh, illegitimate Joe Biden has been the worst president in American history. Um, we, we're, we're talking about uh, dementia. We're talking about that he is unfit for office. He'll be 86 years old at the, uh, at the uh, end of his the second term if we make it there before going to World War III. Um, and uh, he's announced that Kamala will be his running mate for the time being. Also... A recent poll showed that 70% of Americans, including a majority of Democrats, don't want him to run again. Yet, you know, that's, they have to have him run again because he's controlled. He's a puppet. By, uh, Obama's running the shadow government, um, but they're getting ready to, I think, hand that shadow government over to the globalists. But 
I don't know. My, 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 my gut is telling me that um, this is, uh, they're getting ready. Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if there'll be courage of conviction in the House of Representatives, but I said to you the evidence, that I just saw another article come through uh, that we didn't have today that, that, that the uh, committee chair in the House is saying that they're going to impeach Biden because of the overwhelming evidence of the, the crimes of the Biden family that, as I've said, is absolutely impeachable. That's impeachable, plus the fact that he's unstable and unfit to serve as president because he can't even get through three sentences, can't get people's names. I mean, it, this, is, this is laughable. The world is laughing at us. So that's a breaking headline. Um, they're, 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 they're gonna continue to, to finish the job, which is to destroy America. But going back to um, RFK Jr., so he would be probably the main opposition to uh, Biden in the Democrat primary. And so he speculates on that. Washington Stan speculates that it was because that fa uh, Tucker was, caught, was uh, um, call, saying out loud that we are in a spiritual war, that we need to pray for our nation. Then here's another article, um, that Western Journal one, Jaya, do we have that one? Tucker Carlson has own theory. And so, uh, we, yeah, there we go. Okay, so Tucker Carlson has his own theory on why he was fired. If he's right, it's even bigger news, which is coming soon. So the question is, what is that theory? Um, here is. Tucker Carlson, according to Stu Peters, exposed the media for being a part of the controlled apparatus used by the globalist elites to enslave the world. Uh, for years, Tucker has been the only thing keeping the mainstream media halfway honest, but they had to silence him. And um, there are those who are saying that this is because of the, 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 the lawsuit that Fox settled with Dominion for $787.5 million. Um, according to New York Times, Carlson is being sued by Fox News producer Abby Grossberg, who has sued Carlson, citing the workplace culture of Fox News. Um, so, you know, it, it just is all over the board of, 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 you know, what is really the reason. Here is ultimately, again, for me, the reason. The reason is that, and, and, and I, and I, texted this to some people, so I'm just going to read it, you know, as I texted it, that, uh, let me go to my text here real quick, that I said, um, the enemy is desperate to suppress the truth. That's the key. The enemy is desperate, and all those the enemy controls to suppress the truth. So, that means that we have to be stronger, bolder, louder with truth-telling. We have to be that much more decisive in standing on the truth, declaring the truth in love, whether it is about the Word of God, 
whether it's about the gospel of Jesus Christ, whether it is about morality and righteousness, whether it's about injustice, uh, lawlessness, corruption, prophecy, whatever it's about. For this ministry, for Sharam Hadian and this ministry and Truth and Love and and for my family, we are committed 100% to continuing to proclaim the truth no matter what audience we have. If I have one person watching and listening, I will continue. If I have no one listening and we have to be a voice crying out in the wilderness, we're going to cry out in the wilderness because we must obey God rather than man. And I pray you're with me on that. I pray that you're committed to that because that's what's going to take to overcome the the intentional. And we've seen We've seen with Twitter how the government is controlling the censorship. Folks, America is now communist. America is now communist. We are run by communists. We are run by Marxists. We are run by globalists. And we are run by Islamists. This is what we call the red and green axis. The communist, the Marxist, the globalist, the socialist on the red and the Muslims on the green. They're working together to destroy America, to destroy a Judeo-Christian heritage, foundation, teaching, morality, the morality of the Bible. And we have no choice, as I said on Sunday during my sermon, that we must resist the devil at all costs. And we must humbly walk out our faith in these last days and stand firm. And then if that wasn't bad enough, speaking of this red and green axis, while the communist, Marxist, globalist, socialists are destroying America from within and have been for years, At the same time, the Islamic movement is alive and well and seeking to destroy America. I I covered for you the fact that Minneapolis has has gone to the upper house of Islam. Michigan, these parts of the nation. But look at this headline from Jihad Watch. Biden establishes an interagency task force with senior government officials to stop, quote, Islamophobia. Old Joe Biden's ghostwriters issued a statement Thursday to congratulate Muslims on Eid al-Fitr, the feast marking the end of the fast by day and gorging by night month of Ramadan. That's exactly what Muslims do. Predictably, it was anodyne and obsequious in the extreme, with Biden celebrating how Muslims decorate their homes give gifts to loved ones, wear new clothes, and visit family and friends. The fake president is made to add, I have moved by the generosity that is shown from families that can provide food and give charity to those in need through zakat al-fitr. Well, Mr. President, fake President Biden, zakat al-fitr is only to Muslims. 
if they give any zakat or almsgiving or charity to non-Muslims, it is when they're in the upper house and it's when they're in control and they're trying to show mercy to the non-Muslims by saying, look, you must then submit to Islam, recognize that we are over you and we'll give you mercy by being second class. In the course of all of this flattery, Biden's writers drop a, in a serious note. There is now a U.S. government task force dedicated to fighting, quote, Islamophobia, the so-called irrational fear of Islam. The statement quickly shifts from telling us how wonderful it is that Muslims wear new clothes and visit family and friends to depicting Muslims as victims. Here we go. Forget the Christians. Forget the fact that there's a 300% increase of violence against churches. The rise of anti-Semitism is at its peak. Oh no, who are the real victims? Muslims. Oh, the poor Muslims. They're the victims. And Eid al-Fitr marks the completion of a holy month dedicated to, quote, devotion. This is what the, the, Biden, the, that the spokesperson of Biden is saying. I, I'm not going to read it because it's going to make me vomit. But then the announcement is, as we celebrate our blessings this Eid, really our blessings this Eid, let us also recommit ourselves to the timeless work of building peace and standing up for the rights and dignity of all people. Oh, so my administration is also committed to addressing all forms of hate, including Islamophobia. Because now, First Amendment politically protected speech, the right to criticize Islamic text, the right to, to say that this Quran is demonic and evil and is antithetical to the Bible, or that Sharia law is antithetical to the United States Constitution, cannot coexist. Islam is an antichrist spirit. Islam is not peaceful. It's evil and demonic and demented. The prophet of Islam was a mass murderer, was a pedophile. If I say those things, I'm now an Islamophobe, and according to this new task force, that is now hate speech, and they're going to come after you. That's why our ministry was labeled a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center that the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, DOJ was using to label hate groups without any due process. And so this is what we expect for the coming you know, year and a half, year and 10 months and beyond. The red-green axis is fully took, take, taken over the federal government. And so we need to be in prayer. We need to act. We need to work locally because we're in trouble. We're in deep trouble. Now I'm going to take a quick break, let you know about our ministry, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to cover this breaking news that I tried to cover three days ago that Facebook shadow banned about what's going on with the housing market. There's a lot to unpack. But first, again, please visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Subscribe to our email newsletter, folks. Check out all of our content. Check out our Rumble page again at rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. Please check that out and subscribe to that page. Uh, also, want to let you know, again, check out our events calendar. Uh, we are booked in Minnesota, just about three and a half weeks or so. Um, 
we're going to be there for six events, Lord willing, six events. Check out our events calendar. Be there for an entire week in Minnesota, trying to wake up Minnesota and wake up the Christians in Minnesota. Lord, help the Christians in Minnesota. And then also um, we're looking to book events back in North Idaho and in Montana in June. Um, and then beyond that, we're working on other things. So we'll, we'll uh, please check out our events calendar. And then finally, oh, actually not finally, two things. Remember our brand new DVD, The Great Pushback, is now available. We are on back order. So if you have not gotten the copy, get a copy now because um, it's going to be challenging to um, keep this on stock. It has been a bestseller. Uh, praise God for that. Tillministry.com slash pushback. And then we are uh, very soon going to be coming out with pre-orders for our One World Religion Rising new, new presentation, uh, Contending for Christ Against This End Time Deception. That will be coming out in late May, Lord willing. So we'll be um, sharing that as well. Minnesota folks, I'm going to be giving that presentation multiple times in Minnesota. If you're there, please uh, look at our events calendar and come out and join us for those events. Please help us to get the word out. Get the word out, Minnesota people. Get the word out. Let's wake up, Minnesota. Let's wake up this nation. All right. Uh, finally, please know that we need your support. Uh, would you prayerfully consider making a one-time donation to this ministry? Again, you see what we're up against. Help us stay on the air. Help us get these messages out. Help us keep going. Help us travel as, as much as we can. Tillministry.com slash donate. A one-time donation. You can do securely there. Or if you want to mail in a check, the address is on our website. It is P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Please make checks out the truth in love. Truth in Love, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. And then, of course, if you're able to commit more, we are so grateful for our Gideon Army of 300. Thank you for you being a member of the Gideon Army, for those of you who are. If you want to join us in a, in a more concrete way, uh, subscribe. Uh, that, that You're committing to pray for us, which we desperately need that prayer, and you're committing to do a monthly donation of any amount, $5 and up, um, is a, a blessing. And we have everybody donors for $5 up to hundreds of dollars. And every single one of you are a blessing to this ministry. All right, let me jump back into our um, other breaking news. Uh, Dry, I want to start with the, um, let's start with the New York Post. Of all places, New York Post, how the U.S., is subsidizing high-risk home buyers at the cost of those with good credit. So, I don't even know how to unpack this um, other than to say that this is catastrophic, catastrophic for the housing market in America. It is catastrophic for those who are responsible in America. Um, this is communism, okay? There's another headline that maybe explains this better. Real quick, Jared, let's go to that Reason article. So part of the... Uh, um, did you have that one? The Reason... Yeah, right there, right there, right there. Part of... And I, again, go ahead. But yourself, I posted this on Facebook three and a half days ago. And I said... Welcome to communism in America. America, welcome to communism. 
And I posted that. And um, what do we get? We got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you how heavily we are shadow banned. It is ridiculous, okay? Let me, let me go to my uh, feed, okay? So just to give you an example, um, I can't remember, oh, I posted something about, about Resurrection Sunday, right? And we had gotten hundreds of likes, like 500 likes, a lot of shares, right? Then I post something, I said, welcome to communism in America. This is Robin Hood in real life, robbing from the rich to supposedly take care of the poor, but there's a greater agenda behind this. I got nine uh, you know, likes or, 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 or activity there and three comments. And uh, one of those comments was from my wife. <laughs> so this is how corrupt Facebook is. When they decide, with the algorithms running, those who don't believe in algorithms, those who believe in, in, in how much they're controlling. So the, um, let's go back to the New York Post article. All right, so here's the gist of it. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which are the two major holders of loans in, in, in America, uh, of mortgages, that are controlled by the federal government, will enact changes to fees known as LLPAs, Loan Level Price Adjustments, on May 1st. That will affect mortgages originating at private banks nationwide from Wells Fargo to J.P. Morgan Chase, effectively tweaking interest rates paid by the vast majority of homeowners. The result, according to industry pros, pricier monthly mortgage payments for most homebuyers, an ugly surprise for those who worked for years to build their credit, only to face higher costs than they expected as part of a housing affordability push by the U.S. Federal Housing Finance Agency. Now, if you remember 2004, 2005, remember when there was the push, and that was under, under the Bush administration. So this shows you that the neocons and the globalists all think the same. It's not a Republican-Democrat issue. This is a big government, communist, Marxist, socialist issue. They were pushing that in 2003, 2004, and five. They began to do all those um, variable mortgages, reverse mortgages, um, zero down payment mortgages in order to supposedly get people to be able to buy a home. The problem was is that people who shouldn't be buying a home that are financially irresponsible or that don't have the down payment, the equity, the income because of promised low payments, which then on variable rates rapidly shot up, they bought homes, they shouldn't have bought homes, then they couldn't afford to pay their home, so then there was the bailout, massive foreclosures, banks owning homes. Well, now we're starting to realize that that was all intentional, that companies like BlackRock that own major, major portions in the housing market. Many are now believing that BlackRock is behind with the deep state. And we're talking they control trillions of dollars of assets globally in destabilizing governments for their globalist puppet masters. 
Larry Fink at BlackRock, Vanguard, these huge, massive so-called corporations, they are starting in 2023 this absolute meltdown of the housing uh, market. But it's not just a meltdown. What the video, I don't have time to play it today, but the video goes to show is that this is intentional in order to allow the government to destroy these houses, people can't afford it, and to buy them back and control property, control houses, control farms, control land. Bill Gates is the largest farm owner in America now. These corporations, the Chinese government, this is all about divvying up America into pieces. When we talk about a national divorce, I believe they're the ones who are also planning to try to destroy and, and, and break up this nation. But what they want to break up is our ability to have, ha, to have sovereignty over the land, to have equity, to, to be able to uh, have assets, to not be dependent on government. This is part of the manufactured food crisis, the manufactured famine, the manufactured shortages, the destruction of farms, the destruction of animals, the destruction of our food supply, then putting um, mRNA vaccines in our meats, in our food, growing lab-grown meat and bugs and crickets. This is not an accident. As I said earlier, this is the four seals of Revelation 6 beginning to take shape and ready to be unleashed. And so the New York Times article, surprisingly, surprisingly, says it's going to be a challenge trying to explain to somebody that says, I worked my whole life for high credit and I put a lot of money down and you're telling me that's a negative now. That's a hard conversation to have. One worried Arizona-based mortgage loan originator told The Post. It's unprecedented, added David Stevens, who served, served as Federal Housing Administration Commissioner during the Obama administration. My email is full from mortgage companies and CEOs telling me how unbelievable shocked they are by this move. The tweaks could further complicate the strenuous mortgage application process and add more pressure on a core segment of buyers in a housing market already in the midst of a major turndown. The experts added, the average 30-year-old mortgage now is hovering at 6.5% up from about 5% one year ago and more than twice as high as two years ago, according to Freddie Mac. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, do you remember during the Carter days when mortgages were at 13 and 815 and 17, 18%? Yes, but the combination of that and inflation and everything else, and then remember, the collapsing dollar. The dollar is about to collapse. It is no longer world, uh, the, 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 the world reserve currency. We, we, we covered this, they're, they're about to implement the Fed now, the central bank digital currency in July. All of this is orchestrated, which also means that, so here's what's gonna happen, number one. Um, so under the new rules, high, listen, listen. This is the reason I said this is Robin Hood, robbing from the rich to give to the poor. And, and it, is, it is a perfect example of communism. Anybody that's living under socialism and communism will tell you this is exactly what it looks like. Under the new rules, if you are a high credit buyer with a score of 680 to above 780, you're gonna pay more in points or penalties for your mortgage. 
with applicants who place, so if you have 15 to 20% down, so you're actually responsible, you got money down, you have good credit score, and you're gonna go buy a house, put 20% down, you got uh, a credit score of, of, of 680 or higher, but really over 700, which is a good credit score, or over 750, which is an excellent credit score. Now, they're gonna, the banks, under this new program, or this new uh, lending guidelines, they're gonna penalize you. They're gonna charge you more points, more percentage to get that loan. But if you're under, your FICA score is under 679. So let's say you have a, a, an average score or a poor score, let's say 620 and you have no down payment or very little down payment, you get a 1.75% discount. So you got higher, we're gonna charge you more. You got good credit, you've worked your life to have good credit, to be responsible, to pay your bills. We're gonna penalize you so that people that shouldn't be buying houses can buy houses which you know what is gonna happen, just like it happened in 2004, 2005, and then of course the collapse of 2008, then they're gonna foreclose, or they're gonna go bankrupt, or, or they're not gonna be able to make their payments, because they either can't afford it, or they um, have bad credit, and they get a break. A decrease from 3.5% for that bracket. This, according to the videos that I'm watching, is intentional. Here's another headline. Biden's mortgage equity. Again, that's, can you bring this headline please, right? Biden's mortgage equity is communism. There shouldn't be mortgage equity. There shouldn't be equity. Buying a house should be a privilege, not a right. Buying a house should be a privilege. If you are worked hard, build your credit, save money, get a, good, get a job, we shouldn't be subsidizing people buying houses. But this is part of a bigger plan to scoop up land. This is part of a bigger plan to collapse the housing market because Independent homeowners are dangerous to this government and to this system. That's why in China, they want those tall apartments. They want those apartments where they just shove you like cattle into these apartments in urban areas, in their 15-minute cities, in their smart cities. They don't want you to own a home. They don't want you to own a car. They don't want you to own anything and be happy. Play your video games. We'll pay you to play video games and, 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 and give you bugs to eat. Don't worry and just be happy. This is the World Economic Forum, folks. This is the New World Order, folks. This is the demonic agenda, folks. This is it. And we gotta pray that God would raise up godly people who then when these houses will go belly up, they're gonna step in and buy them and not allow these banks to foreclose and take them up or the banks won't be able to take them up, the government will step in, and the government who's actually being run by people like BlackRock and Vanguard, or at least subsidized by those, those, 
uh, globalist corporations, they will come up and buy up all this land, buy up all these homes, and control this economy, which is they're trying to um, um, melt down. Team Biden will intentionally push home buyers with good credit scores to subsidize people with shaky histories of paying their debts. The latest salvation scheme ignores the sordid. Again, this is the New York Post, folks, that I'm reading. The liberal New York Post, or fairly liberal compared to other. Uh, the latest salvation scheme ignores the sordid history of federal poly policymakers ravaging homeowners they promised to rescue. Starting May 1st, the administration decree will require adjusting mortgage calculations to penalize home buyers with a FICA score above 680 and above. That's almost two-thirds of the population. This levy is used to reduce the cost for people, so they're going to take the fees that they charge the good people to subsidize the irresponsible people, risky people. And I know some of you are out there saying, well, what about those who have bad credit? Shouldn't they have a chance? Yeah, you should have a chance to build your credit. You should have a chance to rent or start small and build up your credit. My son is 18. We're working on him. He doesn't have credit. We're working on him to buy us, uh, to, to, to uh, build up his credit so he can get his first car. Um, am I going to bail him out? If he had bad credit, if he had been irresponsible, do I step in and bail him out? No, I would teach him the life lesson. Son, you were irresponsible. Not, not that I'm not saying he has been because he has no credit right now. But if he was 22, 23, and let's say he had credit and then he was irresponsible. By the way, that was me. That was me. When I was his age, I got credit. I was irresponsible with it. I was not a believer. I didn't know the Lord. I didn't have fiscal wisdom. I didn't have wisdom, period. I had terrible credit when I, before I was a Christian. But when I became a Christian, little by little by little, I built up my credit again. And today my wife and I have excellent credit. By the grace of God, because we are responsible people. That's how a society should operate. A independent, free, liberty-minded, constitutionally-minded society that understands what the Bible teaches on individual responsibility, hard work. And I'm not saying that people that have gotten the trouble are not hard workers. I'm saying build your way back up. But this is more, again, I'm telling you, this is more than just a Robin Hood type communist subsidy. This is intentional. As another major blow, destroy farmland, destroy food supply, destroy the housing market, which then destroys people's equity. When you have equity, you have independence. When you can take your home equity or sell your home and buy another one, uh, buy and sell, and, and you know, the, the most, history has shown that one of the most stable investments is to buy a, a property or a home. If it's run properly, it should appreciate. Not a bubble, but it should appreciate over time, slowly, bit by bit by bit. That's how we built up. My first home when I got married 22 years ago was a condo. Then we sold that, took the proceeds, bought a small house. Then we sold that, and the Lord had blessed us, and we were able to buy a bigger house as our family grew. 
And then we went from that and we bought another, and we bought this house. And so as our family, I have six kids, so I need more room. And so the Lord has blessed that responsibility. We are upside down, demented, and whatever this costs, however they try to justify this, uh, please understand that this is another possible aspect of kind of plantation mentality. Because generally speaking, more than likely this is going to affect minority uh, uh, demographics. That, that's what they try to, they're trying to pander to minority demographics. Hispanic, low-income, white, black, low-income, black. Why? Let people live based on merit. Let people uh, climb up based on merit. No affirmative action. No subsidies. We should be a nation that doesn't have any of that stuff. No death, death tax. Don't, gain, don't, don't tax capital gains. But no, this is a socialist, communist nation. And folks, now you've seen it. Full board socialism. Again, this missionary I was talking to that is right now in Florida going back to Colombia, she was telling me that Colombia is total socialist communist. And she was thanking me for being a voice. And I said, no, it's those who've come out of communism, socialism, Marxism. Like people lived in Cuba. People lived in... In, in Colombia, people who lived in these areas that have lived under this scheme that are warning Americans, this is where you're headed, America. Wake up. Stop it. Don't take these handouts. Don't think this is good. Don't think this is our Christian duty. This is not a Christian duty. This is a, a scheme. It's a, it's a collapsible scheme. Along with the hike on interest rates. It is intentional with our debt, with our inflation, with our dependency on, the, on, on, on globalism rather than on national sovereignty. Gas prices, all of these things, food price, all, every single bit of it is intentional and is not an accident. The enemies behind it and those enemies using. But I want to encourage you with this as we wrap up. God is still sovereign. The Lord is allowing these things to shake. There's a shaking, a massive shaking globally. And as God shakes, it separates the godly from the ungodly. Do we have that image up real quick, Dry? Again, I've said this so many times. We are in the midst of a godly division. And the shaking, the splitting of the earth, the splitting, this dividing, this, this aspect of being a tale of two nations, that we're a tale of two nations, three nations, four, this dividing that is happening is intentional by God as well. The Lord is allowing it to separate the wheat from the chaff, to separate the sheep from the, from the goats. And we got to stand our ground and resist this evil, resist the compromise, resist the new world order, resist this beast system, Set up alternative systems. Set up our own marketplace. Set up our own commerce. Set up our own currency. Pray for these states like Texas and Florida and uh, South Dakota and, and maybe here Tennessee. 
Uh, we're going to be having at our Patriot Network meeting in a couple of weeks uh, a, a, a good friend of ours, a Christian brother who's a, who's a Tennessee state legislator who has proposed some legislation on, on Tennessee backing their currency with gold or having their own currency. We need to get ready for this separation, I think, that's coming. And we got to know, we got to know that these are birth pangs. These are the birth pangs of Matthew 24, of Revelation 6. These are the birth pangs of these last days. These are the birth pangs and, and the beginnings of the tribulation that is coming. So look up, be bold. Don't, this, please hear me. Do not escape. This is not a call of escapism. This is not a call of, well, the rapture is coming, so therefore I just get to hide and who cares? No, we're called to occupy. We're called to stand. We're called to be salt and light. We're called to be ambassadors. This is not a time to shrink back. It is a time to advance the kingdom of God because we're preparing for the coming king. And give your testimony. Live out your faith and put your dependency on God. Please make sure you go to, to our website and check out our Declaration of Dependence on God. Our Declaration of Dependence on God. It's on our website, right on the front page, you'll see it. Uh, or our other tab that says Declaration. Um, it, it's under one of the tabs. I don't have time, we gotta go. But listen, um, God bless you. We'll see you Thursday night, Lord willing, eight o'clock Eastern. Stand your ground, do not lose hope. God's still sovereign, but we got to let you know what's going on. Tucker was a truth teller. Anybody's a truth teller. This is what's going to happen, folks, but it's okay. God will make a way. Tucker's going to find his platform. Um, uh, I'm sure he's going to have many offers. They'll find the platform. We just got to be more coordinated to get the truth out, and the truth will win, and the truth shall set people free. This is Pastor Sherrod meeting with Truth and Love Ministry. Again, thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your donations. Please go to make a donation now. Keep us going in this ministry. And we'll see you Thursday night. God bless you. Share this program. Subscribe on Rumble. And be praying. We'll see you Thursday night. God bless you.